Welcome back to Throwback with Jack. Today, September 20th, in 1519, a Spanish expedition led by Portuguese navigator Ferdinand Magellan set off on the first successful circumnavigation of the globe. Let's examine this. It's important to note that Ferdinand Magellan was Portuguese, and this was a Spanish expedition. I mean, I said that when I was introducing the episode, but we should talk about it again. Because this was a major, major thing. Now, in 1494, the Pope, Pope Alexander VI, had to step in and uh, mediate between Spain and Portugal in the Treaty of Tordesillas. This treaty divided the New World. So, the Spanish got the West. They got North America and South America. But the Portuguese got the East. The only problem was they didn't know how to get there. Or, kind of. They were searching for a way. I mean, they knew the Earth was round. They were just trying to figure out how to get there. Anyways, I digress. The story. Commanding five ships and 270 men, Magellan set sail from Spain in an effort to find a western sea route to Indonesia and its rich spice islands. He sailed first to West Africa, then Brazil, searching the South American coast for a strait that would take him to the Pacific Ocean. He searched the Rio de la Plata for a way through, but failed, and was forced to make his winter quarters at Port St. Julian. His crew mutinied on Easter at midnight in 1520, as they were upset that a Portuguese man was leading a Spanish expedition. Indeed, King Manuel I of Portugal was wondering the same thing and had sent men to follow Magellan's expedition and hinder his progress. I mean, like, when Spain financed it and Magellan led it, Manuel sent, like, men to his house searching for him. So, yeah. The mutiny had support of three of five ships, but Magellan and his supporters crushed it, executing a ringleader and marooning another. But the Atlantic Ocean especially near South America, the weather was awful, and the waves were tough. I mean, the ocean was rough. So, he had three ships. One wrecked, and another returned to Spain. Yeah, they didn't like him. On October 21st, in 1520, he finally found it, near the southern tip of South America, separating Tierra del Fuego and the continental mainland. This is now the Strait of Magellan. It took 38 days to navigate the passage, and 99 to cross the Pacific, which actually Magellan gave it from Latin pacificus, meaning tranquil, peaceful. On March 6, 1521, they landed at the island of Guam, and 10 days later, dropped anchor at Cebu, a Philippine island. They were just 400 miles from their goal, but Magellan was like really, really religious, and he was trying to convert every single person who he met, like, every single native to Christianity. He did that in South America with the indigenous people there, and he did it in the Philippines as well. He was actually forcing them to. Anyone who didn't convert to Christianity, he killed or threatened to kill. And he actually baptized the chief of the Cebu people and his people, like, by the thousands. Anyways, Magellan somehow was persuaded, or not really persuaded, he was probably like, more natives, I need to baptize them. And he decided to help the chief of the Cebu conquer a rival tribe at the neighboring island of Mactan. In the fighting, Magellan was hit by a poisoned arrow and left for dead by his crew. 
I'm telling you, he wasn't liked. He had to put down like two mutinies. After his death, the survivors sailed to Malukas in two ships and loaded the hulls with spice. One ship tried to return across the Pacific, but failed. So, there was only one left. The Victoria. And this one continued west under the command of Juan Sebastián del Cano. And sailed across the Indian Ocean, around the Cape of Good Hope, and arrived at the Spanish port of San Lucas de Barrameda on September 6, 1522. Almost three years to the day after first departing. Estimates vary or numbers vary, but there were only 18 to 22 survivors. So yeah, the high seas are deadly. Thank you. Mm-hmm.